everyone, welcome. Today is Thursday, October 27, 2022. I am Sound of Blue Sister, and this is My Turn to Talk. And today is going to be a fun show today. A little silly, but we're going to keep it fun. sharing the show. Always appreciate it. Okay, so we got a little group here today. <laughs> hey, crazy lady, welcome. So again, today's Thursday, and um, um, we're going to talk about superheroes. I actually had a conversation with my son last week where um, he may be interning this summer. He's very excited uh, at Marvel because um, he's really into animation and that's where he what he wants to do and he's really really good y'all really really good so we were talking about superheroes and what have you i said hmm, i'm gonna do a show on that so that's why i'm asking you guys if you want to be the main superhero or the sidekick so crazy lady says the villain okay but crazy lady the villain can also be the sidekick don't you think Yes, no. Is the villain always the main person? So, 
or the main villain, I, I guess I should have said the main villain, main uh, superhero, or, or the sidekick, I actually would want to be the, the sidekick. But since my ultimate favorite superhero, if I have to say superhero or comic book hero, whatever, is Wonder Woman. Even when I was younger and even when it was uh, when Linda Carter was doing the show, which was when I look back at it now, it was lame compared to what's out there now. But Wonder Woman was always just badass to me, you know, so I would want to be Wonder Woman. But Wonder Woman doesn't have a sidekick. She doesn't have a sidekick. Wolverine. Okay. Wolverine. Okay. So now, um, okay, Sabrina says, yeah, there's a main superhero and a main villain. Okay, if I had to be a main villain, um, hmm, that's hard because there's some really good main villains, really good main villains. Um, I would have to think, think about that one. I mean, crazy lady, you think being able to not only just kick butt, but to be able to use those wrist things that she has, those um, wristbands. To stop bullets, bam, bam, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yes, yes, I would love to do that. Okay, uh, Tony was always Captain America team. Okay, um, welcome, Linda. Welcome. Um, okay, Brenda. So I have to ask you why you want to be Wolverine and crazy. I would want to ask you um, what villain. And Minnesota and Frankie, if you guys want to chime in, and Linda, is there any uh, superhero? Uh, again, this is supposed to be a, a, a fun show, guys. We're going to get silly today. Um, superhero or villain or sidekick that you would want one to be? And actually, if I were to be a sidekick, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think what what superheroes have sidekicks. I don't know. Um, trying to think. And then I'm gonna throw in some, something else since it's mostly um, women in, in here today. Um, since it's mostly women here today, I want to know what superhero or villain. Which you want to date? <laughs> so that's one, uh, Linda. I tried to grab you. Let me send out another one. I tried to grab you. There we go. If you want to pop on, um, Rita says I like the knives, and he's pretty to himself, like me. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Jean Grey fan, Venom. But he's a little of a villain, a reluctant hero. Okay, uh, Minnesota says Iron Man. Hmm. You still say Wolverine? Okay. Um, are you sure it's not because of who played Wolverine, Brina? <laughs> oh boy. No, Wolverine is is uh is uh cool. He's 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 pretty cool. Hey hey hey, GP. Welcome welcome. Just talking about having some fun today. Would you want to be the main superhero, the main villain, the sidekick? And I asked the ladies this. I'm going to ask you now, since we have a, a gentleman in the room, if there was a superhero or villain that you would want to date, which one would it be? 
Um, see, so you like to be venom, okay? Uh, might be, okay. Rina says might be, okay. All right. Even though I will say that, um, what's his name? Um, who who plays Wolverine? I see his face. I see his face. I can't. Um, um, help help me out here. Come on, guys. Who plays Wolverine? Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. I must say, Marina, as he's getting older. Sorry, the just appeal is just not there to me for me anymore. Sorry, maybe f 15 years ago, but now, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Even though there are some actors that, um, as they get older, yes, yes. Like you look at somebody like, um, I don't watch the show. I see his face. You all got to help me again. Um, Gray's Anatomy, who was the main character before he uh, he, he left, called him McDreamy or whatever his name was. Um, he, as he got older, yes, yes. But, okay, so, crazy lady. Why Venom? You say he's a little of a villain and reluctant hero. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> GP man, would you want to be a superhero or a villain or a sidekick? And do sidekicks really, do they really get their, their just due? I mean, for Batman and Robin, did Robin, I mean, did he get his just, I mean, Robin was a good sidekick. He, he did things. It wasn't just Batman. I mean, do sidekicks kind of get shoved off to, to the side? I mean, they, they, they save people. They're, they're the hero. Derek Shepard was Dr. Dreamy. No, I'm not, not talking about him. Um, the very first person, um, oh, I can't, I can't think of his name. I can't think, think of his name. <laughs> uh, I just don't want to be someone's side piece. Wow, that's an interesting way to put it. Okay, so um, is the sidekick always the side piece? Hmm? I mean, sidekicks can be relevant, don't you think, GP? Oh, yes, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, yes, all right. So, um, okay, so GP, I'm going I'm, I'm to ask you, what, what, uh, hey, hey, Power Girl, welcome. What, um, what superhero has a sidekick that you think their sidekick is a side, is a side piece? And this is not just for GP. This is for anyone. Is there anybody who you all can think of who is a side piece? I mean, in the whole Iron Man thing and what have you, could any of those guys be considered a, a sidekick piece? Batgirl. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. Okay. You, 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 you got me on that one. Okay. But Batgirl, she pretty much stands on her own. Does Batgirl have like a sidekick? 
Does she have like Batgirl and then there's Robin, um, Robinina or something? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy, I'm looking at, see, that comment didn't come through over. From YouTube. Okay, so um no problem, crazy lady. No, no problem. So guys, okay, so did you guys ever watch um cartoons when you were kids? And um like who was the person that you wanted to be when you all went out for for Halloween, did you guys ever dress up in a costume and you guys were that person? I can be honest, I never did. Peppy Le Pew, I have not heard that in a long time. Yes, <laughs> yes, Rena, I have not heard that in a long time. Um, you dress up as Rainbow Bright ones. Okay, all right. They canceled him. <laughs> he was creepy though. Okay. I when I went out for, for Halloween though, and I didn't dress up in superheroes and stuff like that. Um my mother was really into to um dressing up as a witch. She would always, I mean, I can show y'all pictures of my mother used to really get off on answering the door and literally um did I ever tell you all about about the squirrel? about the squirrel that my mom had that's in for Maldi. Did I ever tell you all about that story? <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you all this story. I swear, honest to God, true, true story. Hey, 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 crazy lady. You want to uh, you want to uh, add something story. before I tell the story? I want to hear the squirrel story. Mal okay, you hear the story. Okay, this is a true, true, true story. Um, and I, I swear I'm not making it up. Um, and I promise you guys, it is, it is, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Okay, so when we were younger, uh, well, when I was growing up, my mom was a teacher. Okay, and she liked just to. She was one of those people where she would go out to. Um, in, in Chicago, I don't know if you guys have them around where you guys live. We have forest forest preserves, you know, um, where people go out and you have your barbecues and what have your cookouts, but they were forest preserves. And my mother would love to go out and um, and you know get things for her for her class, especially for science and everything. So one day, um, uh, she came home. And she says it's not from the forest preserve. She says someone gave it to her, even though to this day, I don't, I don't think that's true. She came home with this squirrel that was in a jar of formaldehyde. Freaked me and my sister out. We literally were hollering, screaming, leave it, get it out of the house. No, no, no. We were, we were doing all, all of that. Okay. So over the years, the squirrel was in the garage. She was on a shelf in the in the garage. And over the years, um, again, this squirrel stayed in, in, in formaldehyde. 
And every so often, um, if we were in the garage, my mother would move it around. She wouldn't say where she would put it, but she would move it around. So if we were in the garage looking for something, we would come across the squirrel, freak us out, and my mother would just laugh. I mean, she, she, she thought it was funny, okay? Every Halloween, my mother would put the squirrel right by the front door, and she would have this light that would shine through it. But she would have this, this like, uh, uh, a black towel that was over it. And she would do this whole thing and she would dress up as a witch. She had the mask and everything. I swear, guys, this is a true story. I had pictures, everything. Um, she would dress up as this witch and everybody would always want to come to our house because it was like, you gotta go see the, you gotta see the witch and the squirrel. You gotta go see the witch and the squirrel. It was the same thing every year, but people, you know, kids still got, got freaked out by it and everything. And in order to get a piece of candy, my mom said, you have to look at the squirrel. <laughs> okay. So she would take the squirrel, she would take the, she would really, very slowly, she did this all night long. She would take the squirrel, the thing, the covering that was over the, 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 the jar. And the jar was not small. It was a big jar. I mean, the squirrel was not, it was not like a little baby squirrel. I mean, it was a, a, a full-size squirrel. She would lift it up and she would be doing this. <laughs> You know, hey, 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 you're welcome. She would, she would do all, all, all that, you know, whatever. And, you know, kids would be screaming and hollering and, you know, the parents would get a kick out of it and whatever. And again, my sister and I, as we got older, we just thought it was creepy. We thought it was dumb. We thought it was stupid. Mom, come on, you need to stop, blah, 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 blah. But they love the squirrel. Minnesota. Minnesota, <laughs> she grew up. She she grew up and she she saw saw the squirrel. Okay, so um we 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 grew up together. So um all right, so when my mom passed away she had the squirrel, um, last right? year. Please tell me she had the squirrel. I'm sorry, what? Please tell me your mom still had that squirrel. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yes. She still has the squirrel. So my sister and I we are cleaning out the house and we get to the garage and the last time I saw the squirrel was in 2018 when my dad passed away and I was cleaning out some stuff, um, taking some stuff of some of my dad's stuff. And that's the last time I saw it. And it still just freaked, freaked me out. I was like, mom, you really need to get rid of the squirrel. No, no, no. I'm going to keep the squirrel. I'm going to keep, keep the squirrel. So my sister and I, we go into the garage and we're like, well, you, you, you go look. We're like, no, you go look, you go look. Now, needless to say, we're talking about Chicago where it gets cold and it gets hot and it gets cold and it gets hot and it gets cold and it gets hot. And this girl has been in the garage. So you can imagine what this girl has gone through. My sister and I find the squirrel. Needless to say, after being in the jar for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and yes, it is in formaldehyde. It still looks like a squirrel, but it looks like Frankenstein squirrel. And we have had so many people who have asked us if they can have that squirrel. I mean, so many people who have said, are you all going to give away the squirrel? You know, can you give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, whatever. And my sister and I, as silly as it sounds, we're literally trying to figure out what the hell to do with, with this with this squirrel. Because on one hand, we want to throw we want to th throw it out. But on the other hand, it's like part of our childhood. And then on the other hand, you have people who could seriously want it. So 
we don't know what to do with this um, squirrel, but it was very much a part of our growing up. And on Halloween, for at least a good 10, 10 years, it was part of, of our block, um, whatever. So that's the story about, about the squirrel. Greenland <laughs> says, I will buy it. So anyway, yeah. So crazy. That's that's some good epic stuff, man. Your mom is a regular like Halloween. I'm telling you, and 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 crazy lady, I'm telling you because the squirrel. I mean, when you look at this thing, I mean, it's like if I look at it, I literally cannot eat for like a day or two because it's in my head, and um. Yeah. So where's the squirrel right now? Like right now, the, the squirrel right now is um, still at, at, at my parents' house. We have not my my sister and I. We have not sold sold the house. Uh, we, we we still have this house, and uh, right now it is in the basement. You know, I'd almost say I make a stipulation of the contract of the house. The squirrel has to stay. Come out every <laughs> Halloween. So yeah, but that's oh, yes. This the squirrel right now is 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 in the um, uh, basement and. When and to, and to get it from the 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 garage to the basement, my brother in law had to carry it because my sister and I are like, yeah, I'm not touching you, touching, I'm not touching, I'm not. I mean, not that the squirrel is gonna pop out and whatever, but you never know. It was like, I'm not touching you, touching, you touching. So my brother in law had to carry it from the um from the garage to 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 the basement. But I will say this, Crucible, welcome. I will say this, even though formaldehyde doesn't freeze. Um, per se when something has when a jar freezes though um formaldehyde doesn't really freeze but to see that swirl in the winter time when it's 30 below zero um it's not something that you want to see it's definitely not something that you want one to see so <laughs> Oh, say I think Crazy Lady would give it a good. You know what? And I and Karina as as weird and as sad and as gross and as I don't know any other adjective that you can think of as it would be. I think Crazy Lady would give it a good home. So, but anyway, I would. I'd even I'd even name these, it. It would no longer be scrawled, but I, I'd like name it or some stuff like. And you, 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 you would, you I would. would. <laughs> oh my, better. My, my goodness. I thought, and I thought an eyeball in in Fahamahide was weird. <laughs> but that squirrel's like way better than the eyeball. I mean, uh, crazy, this squirrel is like uh, literally over 50 years old. So can you imagine? I can. That's why I want it so much more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my God, um, freak Ross out though. I mean, it's it's something, and 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 it's funny too because when we were in the garage going through the garage uh, over the summer, and you know we had the garage door up, and um, you know, uh, um, some of you know my neighbors knew, you know. Um, what we were doing and some of my neighbors came by you know to say hi, hi to me because i don't get a chance to see them that much and they would say are, are you all getting to the squirrel do you all find the squirrel is, is the squirrel still here it's like literally 
they wanted to see this, this, this squirrel and the squirrel was in the garage and they did see it and they crowded around it and it was like, ooh, gross. And, and we're talking grown people. We're talking about grown, grown people. You know, well, can you can you just keep it there for a minute? I want to go 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 get get my grandson. I want to do this. I want to do this. So we had people like come. Oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. And my sister and I just standing there, just like shaking our head. But if my mother was there, she would have loved it. She would have loved it. So, and I know we kind of went. <laughs> it's, it's a main attraction. It is. It is. Um. Um. You know, and we had people for, for Halloween, when people would come, we've had little kids that would start crying and everything. And then my father's like, okay, well, pretty soon we're going to have, have a knot on, on, on our door. You know, we're not, you're not going to be able to, to do this every year. And the kids would start crying and then the parents would say, okay, you know, come on. And then the parents would come back and, and they would look and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Yeah. So our, our house was the, 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 the Halloween house, not because we gave out good treats which we didn't, <laughs> but um, it was because of the squirrel. So, Brina says that was a good story. <laughs> In a jar also. Yeah, Brina. So, Crazy, you would keep it uh, the half that was left. <laughs> it is still, it is still, a, it is still a squirrel. It is still whole. It just looks beat yeah, up it's, it's over 50 years old man it's been fucked. i mean it's, it has been you know beat up and and the thing about it is um and i know we're supposed to be talking about superheroes super today but you know um we went from the sidekick to me talking about the squirrel but anyway uh damien welcome um so the, the thing about it is and i'm gonna get a little bit more of it here and this squirrel is one reason why i don't want to be buried um, because I'm thinking if you're embalmed with formaldehyde, how are you going to look 50, 100 years from now, 200 years from now? A thousand years from now when they bury you. I mean, seriously, I mean, really, I mean, seriously. And that's, and, and that's what, that's, that's one reason why I don't want to be buried. Um, The other reason is because I just um, think of that movie, The Serpent and and, and the Rainbow. Oh, that's the main reason, main, main reason I don't want to be buried. But, um, Brina says, I like to be cremated. No point in my body sticking around. Brina, me, me, me too. Cremate me. Cremate me before the funeral. And actually, I don't even want a funeral. Don't even rent a, a casket or any of that stuff. Cremate me. Well, put me in a in put a, you in a casket, but it's like a cardboard casket. It's really weird. Yeah, that. but but okay, but I would rather be putting that and that get burned up than my family spending money on something that I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and actually, um, like with ashes. Uh, you don't even have to actually. If you don't want even like an urn, like you know the funeral homes has, you can put like because they'll give put your ashes in like a plastic baggie and like in a cardboard box and give it to your family like that. Um, they can put like any kind of container you want, you know. Well, see, and then the thing about urns and the thing about urns, and I I I learned this with 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 my dad was the funeral home was charging like four hundred dollars on up for an, an urn whereas literally you can go online to the same place that funeral homes go to 
and get this exact same one for half the price or even less. So literally, you know, we did do the, like Crazy Lady said, they put it in. It's not a little, really like a, a baggie. They do this in this, this the, 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 the bag is, is pretty strong, but like you said, they basically just give it to you in a, in a, in a box and then you transfer it over yourself. Let's see. Uh, do you want your ashes to be spread anywhere? Um, no. I would actually like to be, <laughs> this is going to sound really crazy, Raina. I would hope I was on the mantle somewhere. But if not, I just don't want to be in someone's garage or in someone's basement in the corner or, you know, 75 years from now when you're selling the house, you know, you're like, oh, what's this? And it's like, oh, it must have been the people who lived here before, 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 before. You know, I, I yeah, <laughs> I just don't want to be one, one of those. And if it were in the ocean, I would want it to be a clean ocean, not out anywhere here in California. No, 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 no. I don't think anywhere uh, in, in America. Um, um, well, I take that back. I, if I were to be spread somewhere, it would be water and I would want to probably, uh, somewhere off the, uh, Hawaii or, or, or something like that. But yeah, I, I, I just don't want to, if you take me home, just don't stick me in a corner somewhere. Just put, don't put me on the floor. <laughs> oh. Dover is a blow yeah, you bubble know, you jar. Know those, little, those little jars that you uh, blow bubbles with? You stick the little wand in it and then you blow bubbles with? You talking about the little plastic ones that yeah. when you were little? His, fam his family put, um, like, well, the ashes that they kept for him, but, like, for everyone that, like, wanted a piece of Dover, <laughs> they put him in, like, this little, because he, the man always had uh, blowing bubbles on him around him. He liked to blow bubbles. He was weird. But anyway, so when he died, his family, you know, said, you know, anybody that wanted a piece of him could have a little bit of him. And that's what they put him in was in these little uh, bubble jars. Okay, wait. So, again, you're talking about the, just want to be clear, the bubble jars that we got when we went to the candy store. Yeah. And took out the little plastic thing and we're blowing mm -hmm. the plat. Yep. Except these are like, I don't know, like the wedding size, you know, like they're like really small. They didn't have any bubble stuff in it, but they, his family. So how many of those did, did, did they pass out? You know, I never asked. I mean, they had like a whole tray of them and there was only like three of them left at the end really? of his wait. Yeah. That's I still got them. With all the rest of my dead people, I I got quite a few dead people to hang out here. My <laughs> my stepmom is in an urn. Um, my great grandmother, I finally got her in a, like a really old bottle I found out at an old homestead thing. Um, and I thought that'd be appropriate, so I cleaned it out. I stuck her in that. And I, I I'm, I'm just listening to what you just said. You and I just cleaned it out, and I stuck her. Got to put her in there. See, I don't want I don't want to be stuck anywhere. I mean, at least treat me, at least pretend to go through the motions of treating me with well, some. I mean, she's right on my altar. I mean, I do it with love and you know, and you know. But <laughs> I was happy I got her into a jar because before that she was you know, in a plastic Ziploc baggie because I didn't oh, want wow. anything, you know, in in my jewelry box. But 
I finally found her the perfect jar and I cleaned it and I put her in it, you know? So now she has a jar. <sighs> I want to be put in a, uh, I, I want like a little uh, hourglass to be made and some of my ashes be put in an hourglass. That would that, be interesting. That way if anybody felt like they didn't spend enough time with me, they can have the hourglass and spend all the time they want with me. Well, technically, though, ashes would not um, flow freely through an hourglass, would it? Well, yeah, because there's, there's, there's always a, it's a bone. You may have to grind me down a little bit more. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because sand, yeah, because sand, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I will say this though: to be to actually, it probably would because when you get. Um, Cree, what they call Cree mains, when you get them back, um, there are bits, bits of, of bones and, yeah. and yeah, it's not just straight ashes and stuff. There are like bits of bones and, and what have you. So, yeah. and my brother, he's in a, he's in a, you know, those uh, like little containers that go on your keychain. The, uh, like, they're like little stash containers for weed and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, the little bit of ashes I have of him are in that. I mean, it's sealed, so it won't ever come open. But yeah, I didn't think there was a piece of weed in there because he really liked weed. But <laughs> so you guys, how, how many of you, and again, we totally changed this from superhero to now we're talking about death. But um, um, how many people um, want to be cre cremated? I do. Burn me. I don't want to be eaten by no bugs. <laughs> and that's another thing, too. You know the whole bug, the whole bug thing. But have you guys, have you guys ever seen the movie The Serpent um, and, and and the Rainbow? I haven't. I may have to watch it now. You are going to have to watch it. It's with Bill um, Pullman. It was it's movies like from 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 the eighties. Um, watch it. The movie will freak you out. It's about voodoo, black magic, um, spells and dead people coming back well yes and no um bill pullman uh is in, is investigating uh if i recall he's investigating this murder and he gets too nosy into you know like the black magic thing and oh my god and then there's this this, this dinner table scene and that movie just freaked me out so much because of something that happens in that movie when someone gets gets, gets buried i was like nope I'm not going to get, nope, I don't want to be, be, be buried. I do not want to be it. Nope, mm -mm. nope, nope, nope. But it's called The Serpent and the Rainbow. See, my son, he, he wanted to be buried. Um, and I remember him saying, you know, I was like, why not cremation? He goes, it's too much like being burnt, burnt at the stake, Mom. I just feel uneasy about it. I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, I can see his, 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 his point his point but um i don't know i don't know i i know yeah <laughs> yeah um so um how many people want to be buried see i don't think anybody wants to be buried i don't think anybody wants to be buried either <laughs> anybody anybody want to be ashes, buried you know you can carry your ashes everywhere you know i mean like like when Kiss played here, I took my brother's ashes down there with me because he was a Kiss fan, you know, so it was like, I don't know. 
sharing the moment with him, even though he wasn't like in this dimension. You know what I mean? Okay. So I have to ask this question. Do you guys believe in um, cremating animals? Like if your dog died, your, your cat died, your bird, whatever, do you believe in, if not cremating them, uh, do you believe in like burying them in the backyard or do you say your dog died, you call the vet or whomever and they come pick them up and that's it. Hey, hey, hey D, welcome. Okay, your grandma uh, uh, cremated her, her, her dog. Okay, and what did she, she do with him? Is he like sitting on the mantle? And Blunt says, I cremated my Oliver two years ago. He sits on my mantle. Okay, that's her life family to some people. Okay, all right. All right. I don't know if I would cremate my dogs, but I would... Um, not be opposed to um if, if i didn't cremate them i would um and this may sound silly to some people uh i would put them in a in a pet cemetery okay yeah she puts them on the shelf somewhere i always bury uh that did stuff now see crazy i'm sorry i can't i can't stuff stuff a a, 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 a pet i i just couldn't do it yeah it it i really did not like that little that dad stuffed dog <laughs> But he really liked the dog and the pose he had him in was like such a you know he's like just the always way he always looked when we were playing i'm like okay dad that's a little odd but okay okay all right and blunt says uh i am to be buried one day with, with, with my oliver okay so i have to ask you you, you guys this and blunt i'm going to ask you you this because we were talking about this the, the, the other day um in terms of um inheriting and I, I forgot what we were talking about, guys. <laughs> I'm serious. We talked about so much stuff. Um, so, Blunt, would you be the person who, if, you know, when you die, you would leave money to your dog or your cat or whatever? No, because they're not going to live that much longer. I mean, but, like, if it was, like, a parrot that, like, lives for, like, a significantly long, if I had enough money, I would, like leave money to whoever like took care of that parrot or but don't you whatever, think that's a waste of money but do you think that someone care. is but do you think they're really going to to do that do you think that that money is really going to like people leave millions to to to, to their pets do you think that that money is really going to that pet well i would hope i mean i would say yes because you know i have faith in humankind like if your dog died or like if you died and you left me your dog for some bizarre reason and you had like millions of dollars and you said it's going to my pet check it out that that pet i would use that money for that pet it'd be a fly i mean that 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 pet would okay but okay so okay so let's let's talk about this for a moment so you have two million dollars that has been left to this particular pet Dog food is not a million dollars. No matter how well the dog eats, he's not going to eat a million dollars, you know, worth of food. He 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 just isn't. Um, you can go get him groomed. You can you know uh, dress him up. You can do all kinds of stuff. But how much is that? How much does it really cost to take care of a a a a, a dog? So either I probably, I probably open up like a sanctuary for like 
Okay, now that's okay. Now that's 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 different than giving money to um to to uh to to the dog. Now Blunt says yes. If I had to ensure they are taken care of, but I'm not rich, so my animals are 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 screwed. (laughs) Sorry, amazing. Okay, but but Blunt. Okay, but how much money are you talking? Again, like like Crazy Lady says, how much are you talking to ensure that they're taken care of and picking the right person and even that person what if that person falls on on hard times it's like okay well i i i you know i can't pay my bills but hey you know uh Maisie has you know two million dollars sitting over here how do you know that that person is not going to start dipping and i mean <sighs> there's got to be like some kind of stipulations or something in in those clauses or something you know but yeah, okay, but it look and, and, and Damien said exactly what I said. Damien says millions of dollars, me and that pet will live the, the, the best life. So, Damien, if the money was left to your pet and not to you, you're not supposed to live the best life. The, 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 the pet is. Dose, welcome. Well, I mean, <laughs> a month. Let me hold something <laughs> amazing. <laughs> millions of dollars to their pets it's like instead of living i mean yes you want your pet to be taken care of i would want to give my pet to someone who i know would, would, would take care of them but on the other hand if you're going to spend that millions of dollars then like you said open up a, a, a sanctuary give it to a shelter you know whatever but that's 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 just me you know or um um you know, I'm all for even, you know, having some type of, of organization that helps homeless people and and their pets. Because you have a lot of homeless people who absolutely will eat before be, be, they will feed their pet before they, they eat. You know, and I would do something to make sure that pets were vaccinated and, and bathed and groomed and whatever. I would do something like that. And Brina said millions is 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 extreme, but even thousands, Brina. I'm just saying that even if you left, I don't know. For some reason, this past week, I've been hooked hooked on the the um, amount of fifty thousand. But even fifty thousand, ten thousand dollars is that's a lot of money to leave a yeah, pet. But like, what if like something happened to your pet? Vet bills are freaking expensive nowadays. Yes, no. yes, and yes. Okay, vet, vet, vet bills are yes. If 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 the dog or cat or what bird whatever um, had to have surgery or something, or even I mean, I mean, I, I have three dogs. Taking them to to the vet sometimes, depending on what it is, you know, it can be expensive. But for the most part, dogs, yes, depending upon what you feed them and the lifestyle that you, you know, leave and grooming and all the other stuff, depending upon what you do. Yes, it can get expensive, but thousands of, of dollars. And then uh, Damien says, I will tell the trust that the dog needs a Ferrari, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm just saying guys that, you know, I don't, I don't I'm crazy, know. But I'm not that crazy. <laughs> you know, and, and crazy lady, I know you love Jake. You know, and I'm I'm gonna ask you. You know, um, you, you won won the lotto. You know, you have a hundred million dollars. Something happens to you. You know, you're setting up. You know, your will, your trust, everything. Are you leaving Jake? You know, ten million dollars. But I'm not leaving him ten million dollars. I'll like who, 
whoever is taking my dog, because you already know, I have that stuff already set up. Um, okay. <laughs> um, whoever okay. gets my dog, you know, I would leave them, like, a sizable amount, you know, to help with costs for taking care of my dog, you know? But the only problem that I have, have with, with that is... is if and, people use the money for what it's Right, right. Is, are you going to use the money? I'm sorry, who who was that that just popped? Was Damien, was that you? Hold on, let me... I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Um, the only problem I have with that is ensuring that that money is going to, um, to be used for, for whatever it was. Whoever that was that just asked to come up, I, I wasn't paying attention and I'm sorry, I... I, I miss you, so you'll have to do it. Do it again. Um, you know, you just have to make sure that that money is 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 being used for what it's supposed to be used for. I mean, hell, you have people who who if they don't, I will haunt them. No, but you also up. have they people. Know I will. <laughs> but you have people who, when children, if they lose their their parents or something, and their parents say, "Okay, we're you know we died, we left." You know all this money. You know, please make sure our children are taken care of. And you have people who are taking money away from children, away from. I mean, that's not money is not even being used for what it's supposed to be be used for. Or you give money to to a charity, and it went all went to a administrative costs. You know, money is is being you know used to pay someone's salary supposedly or whatever. And meanwhile, the dogs, the cats, or the orphanage or whatever, they don't see hardly any of it. And that happens all the time. I know it happens. I mean, I don't agree with it. And I don't understand how people can, like, look themselves in the mirror and, you know, do that, you know. But, I, but people but people do. And Damien, hold on, um, crazily, I'm, I'm coming back to you. I just want to read what, da what Damien says. He says, people who use the money for themselves, even church folks, mismanage money. So, crazy? I mean... Like a little mismanagement, but like, you know, like to blatantly say, uh, you know, a little mismanagement. Or, 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 well, I mean, like, like if you like, I don't know, see, like I, 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 I couldn't, that, that I thought of doing that wouldn't even enter my brain, you know, like ever, you know, because I don't know, just the way I am, you know, I mean, it's. Whomever entrusted me to do whatever, I'm going to do that because that's the last thing that they're ever going to ask to do for them, you know. And yeah, I'm just not going to pay back bad karma. Okay. You know? All right. Bad karma. I like the way you said that. Crucible, welcome. Crucible, you there? I'm going to assume that he got a phone call. Oh, he must have got a phone call. Okay. Or so, like um, Egyptians. Have, have <laughs> with Wait, Bull's coming back up. Okay, you there? Hello, Solid. How are you? Hello, everybody. Yeah, I, I'm kind of a, a, a little bemused by the conversation. I kind of get where you guys are coming from on this, but I know it's it's very much a human nature thing because we don't understand the afterlife. So all we can do is is relate to our earthly experiences and apply them to other worldly situations where they may or may not fit. So we all know this, but sometimes I think we need to remind ourselves, 
all of these things you guys are talking about, I don't want to be in the ground. There's going to be bugs, you know, dynamics. <laughs> I mean, you are aware that you're not going to be aware of any of this stuff, aren't you? Well, I mean, no yes, but, but yes, but, but, but still, I mean, I still think, you know, and silly as it sounds, Crucible, I still think that when you are, don't ask me why it does not apply to cremation, but for some reason, I think that when you are put in a casket and you are put in a ground, and you or you are put in in a, in a vault or whatever you call it you know i just had this thing that some some way somewhere there's an awareness that you have that you're in the ground or you're locked in this in this in this box and you can't get out that's just how i think i'm sorry well let me ask you a question before i ask the question um it's funny that you should say um you know about being buried one i'm kind of claustrophobic these days. So the idea that I would be in the ground, it kind of upsets me a little bit, but again, I'm not going to be aware of it. But you, you mentioned the word awareness. I had, the reason I was calling it was, well, I have a question and I'm, and this is a sincere question. I don't know the answer to it. Um, let's say you, you leave in your will or you tell your family, I want to be buried for whatever reason. I don't like cremation. I want to be buried. And it comes time for the funeral and the service and the family doesn't have the money. Uh, for a full-blown burial. They're very expensive. Cremation is less expensive. So let's just say they had to make the decision. It was a monetary thing. They could not literally afford the burial part of it, so they went with cremation. Um, do you think there's any unrest in the person who's passed? Do you think there's karma to be dealt with for the people who defied the wishes. Um, and maybe it wasn't a monetary thing. Maybe they just said, I don't like the idea of, of setting my loved one on fire. I don't mean to be so crude, but mm -hmm. no, I don't like that. So let's, let's, let's take the monetary thing out of it because the monetary thing would be a forced situation. You didn't have any choice. You don't have the money, you don't have the money. Let's just say it was a philosophical thing. I don't believe in cremation. So I'm going to go with the opposite. I'm going to do the other thing. Does, does that affect anybody in terms of what happens to that person on earth for defying the wishes? And is there any, any unrest in the afterlife for the person whose wishes were not um, adhered to? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to answer that. And then, I mean, uh, crazy way, if you want to answer that, I do believe in karma. I do believe that um, um, spirits, I do believe in, in, in spirits or whatever you want to call them. I do believe that, you know, I can look down on you and see that this is what you, you did just because you didn't like it. I do believe that karma somewhere, somehow. Yep, mm -hmm, I do. C crazy if lady, I'm the you want to answer? Way, you know, um, somewhere, somehow, some, something is, you're, you're going to pay, you know, just because, you know, whatever, it, it, it's, you know, yeah. I just, it's not, I don't think it, it's proper, you know, I mean, it's not you, it's them, it's what they wanted, you know, it's, it's, you know, their body, they want to be buried, you know, bury them, you know, that's what I look at it. And Crucible, to answer the other question, I mean, if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. I understand that. But but for me, um, I have that taken care of. So 
no no excuses <laughs> whatever and if you do go back on my religion i'm gonna haunt you somehow some some way well yes. and the reason I and mean, the reason i asked that is i went to a service last week my it's, it's, it doesn't matter who it was but it wasn't a close person to me but my my nieces were involved it was their father and and, and anyway so they had had a their father had wanted to be buried and he didn't like cremation and whatnot. And they did talk about the cost. He didn't have a lot of money, so they were going to have to bear the cost of it. But they, instead of saying, approaching it from a monetary standpoint, they tried to come at it from a, a spiritual and philosophical standpoint. And, and over the course of several weeks and a few months, they had conversations with him. And he actually came around to the idea of cremation, and he actually changed his mind once they started having these very deep philosophical conversations about the afterlife and things like that. And he and he, cha and he changed his mind. So I, that's kind of what got me thinking about it, because you, you can feel one way, you could change your mind, or after you're gone, people could change their mind. And I was just kind of wondering, is there some spiritual um, reckoning that takes place if the, if the, 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 the wishes of the dear, dearly departed are not honored. Okay, so let me ask, ask this. Do you guys, or I was gonna say, do you guys think, or have you guys thought about this? Is this something that, that you, you would do? Um, this is something that I've talked to my family about. I mean, I have, I've told them, this is what I want. I want this, don't do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but another reason why I don't want to be buried, whatever is, funerals are expensive. And even though my dad was cremated, we had the wake and my mom, um, I guess for the lack of a better way to say it, she rented a casket where he was during, during, during the um, wake and what have you. Um, that was $3,000, $3,000 for four hours. You know, and then after that, after then, um, well, I take that back, uh, $3,000 for six hours because the next day we had the, the funeral. And then after that, um, he was taken away and they, they, they cremated him. Now, for me, I think that's just a waste of money. I don't want my family spending that money. So if you're going to have a service for me, cremate me first. I don't have to have the flowers and all this other stuff and you do this and you do that. It, it's to me, I want my family. That's money that, you know, insurance money or whatever money that you can keep for yourself and you do something for it for yourself. But for me, you know, um, just, I don't, I don't need all of that. So that's where I, where I could come at it. Um, um, but they do say that over the last 10 years, more people are being cremated because of the financial costs, because the, the, the cost of, of, of funerals are so expensive that people are choosing to be cremated over um, um, burials. CGP says, glad I'm a veteran. My funeral is on the house. Okay. Okay. So GP, do you have a choice though, if uh, being um, cremated or uh, what do you call it? Um, or being put in a casket. And also another thing that I, I, I found out, another thing that I found out, I found out a lot, you know, just going through, through my father's uh, funeral and everything. Um, I found out that um, a lot of cities now, they don't have, um, 
if you go to the morgue and what have you, they don't have like a, a pauper's grave anymore where you, where they put your casket and you're like stacked, you know, you know, six, six, six in, in, in one, you know, um, in one grave or whatever, uh, because it's too, too expensive. Now, if you're, if you're not picked up by a loved one at the morgue, most, most cities now are cremating you. And then they're, um, um, either they will take you to a place to bury your, your ashes that are in that cardboard box that crazy lady was talking about, or they have a designated place that supposedly has been blessed or whatever. That's only, you know, for this particular area where they, where they spread your, your ashes, because it's a lot cheaper to do that than to get the pine box and to bury you. And I know y'all, we went from the superhero, like I said, talking about death. Um, Okay. GP says, yes, you have options, but do have a will to have everything in order. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, take DNA samples and burn. That's a good idea, crazy lady. You have to have that DNA sample. So ah, this is such a refreshing topic. <laughs> um, crazy lady, uh, Chris, boy, you have anything else you want to say? Because there is one thing that I wanted to, to bring up, but I, but I was going to leave it for an, a, a, another show. But um, let's see. Brina says funerals can be uncomfortable, too. Sometimes you have to play fake nice to people you haven't seen in years. Oh, Lord. Oh, Marina, the fake, the fake nice. Yes, 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 yes. But did you know that crematoriums also have um, uh, um, chapels where you can have the service at the crematorium and then have like a service where you can watch your loved one being put into the uh, whatever? And did you know that you, you, you can do that? Yep. So, Cruz Bolt, you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, I just think it's interesting how how we deal with death in terms of, um, like I said earlier, we we don't have any other frame of reference, so no one's ever come back to tell us what's going on. So we have no choice but to apply our earthly concepts to something that's very much not not earthly. And it's it's funny how we assume we're going to be aware of these things that are going on when we're not going to be going on. But I understand it completely. I, I go through the same thing. There are times I wonder, what's it going to be like? You know, how's it going to be when I'm not here anymore? So everybody has these questions. But so we, we resort back to what we know, what we're comfortable with. And that is, like I just said, I'm kind of claustrophobic. So I don't want to be in a casket. Like I'm going to have any idea if I'm in a casket or an urn. Urns are smaller than caskets, so maybe I should rethink it. But I think it's an interesting philosophical and spiritual conversation, both for the people who are passing and the people who are, are left behind. It's something we're all going to have to deal with. Um, as I get older, it gets closer, and I kind of wrestle with it a little bit. But I've always find it interesting to he hear how different people approach the concept in terms but don't you think, but Chris Bolt, don't you think that you do have a frame of reference? I mean, do you guys believe when people, like if they're on the, the operating table or something or whatever happens where they die and they were brought back, don't you think that there's some frame of reference there in terms of crossing over? And Brina, I do have a healthcare director. I, I did my healthcare directive about uh, two months ago, two or two or three months ago. Can you repeat that solid? My phone rang real quick there. 
I said, don't you think that people have a frame of reference if they're on the operating table or whatever and they've died and they've come back and they said that they've seen the light or they crossed over? I mean, do you think that people really have seen a, um, a uh, light or whatever? I mean, I believe that. I believe that they believe that they've seen a light. Now, whether that's actually the light of God or spiritual being or something like that, I, I obviously I, we can't prove that. What I have heard is that in the um, in the state of mind that you're in when you're possibly going to die, if you've come up close to death, that the state of mind that you're in produces certain effects like light and, and things like that and sounds that you're either imagining it, it actually is happening, um, or I don't know what the other explanation there, there could be. It could be God, but it could be some other physiological and psychological things that take place when you're in that state of mind that people confuse with a, a Holy Spirit, but it's actually just a, a function or a byproduct of their particular physical situation. That's, that's what I've heard speculated about anyway. So do you think that when you die, um, that there'll be angels and it'll be the right hand of God and all, all, all that stuff? Like, um, do you no. think that, do you believe in purgatory? I do. I do. Yeah, I was raised a very, I wouldn't say a strict Catholic, but a pretty, pretty strict Catholic. Went to church and went to Catholic school and whatnot. And we were taught all that stuff. So yeah, I do believe in, in, a, in, a, in a waiting room, if that's the right way to put it, for people who are not you know, eternally damned, but are not exactly ready for the pearly gates yet. So yeah, I, I have bought into all of those different concepts. I do stop short of the angels and the horns and the singing and everything. I think that's a little fanciful. Um, that it's based on, you know, what we have been conditioned to believe because we have to put the afterlife in more physical terms, otherwise nobody could relate to it. Um, so yeah, I think that, um, yeah, that's my, that's my thought. Man, before I post this show, I'm going to have to call it something else. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, all right. So. If you believe in purgatory, but you don't believe in the angels and stuff, then when you die, you really think that you're like caught between these, this two, this, this place on whether, I mean, then in that case, I mean, who, who makes decision when you're going up or you're going, going down. So if you believe in purgatory, then you would almost have to believe that there is a heaven or a better place or a not so, so, so good place. Yeah, I do. And I think probably if you believe in God and I'm, I'm using, you know, metaphysical terms to describe it, but, you know, he, he determines you're not, you're a good person. You have sinned. You may not be as contrite at death as he would have liked or she would have liked. We don't know if it's a man or a woman. Um, and so they don't believe that you deserve to be in hell for eternity but you're not exactly virtuous enough to go immediately into heaven. So it's kind of kind of be this, you didn't quite clear the bar, you know, the first time, but eventually you will, you know, kind of like the hall of fame. I know you're not a sports fan, but you know, you don't get in the first time you try again, you try again, you try again, and eventually you get in. And the reason it takes so long is because they didn't quite meet the standard 
of the clear cut say, yeah, you're absolutely, it's no brainer. You have to be in on the first time we vote. And I think heaven is in, in hell is a similar type of a thing. It's not all cut and dried, black and white. Oh yes, you're absolutely a good, good person. You know, people are complicated and they're messy. And so I think the same thing happens when we pass. God sorts everything through and says, okay, check in all the boxes. You deserve to go to heaven, just not right now. I'm a comment, but I want to read what Brina said. She said, definitely pivoted after that squirrel story. Yes, Brina, I know. Big, big pivot, huge pivot. Okay, but okay. Um, and Jimmy says it's like getting into, into the Hall of Fame. Sometimes it takes a few a few tries. Okay, but if you're if you're dead, if you are dead, you are sitting here. Okay, so when you say a few tries, is it like you're going up for for parole? You keep coming to ask God. Well, now God, now He's like, no, not yet, not yet. You know, it's like so. I'm just sitting in in between this this whatever. I love the parole reference, but. Um... <laughs> I'm just saying that if you're dead and if you believe in, in purgatory, when you say it takes a few tries or, or, or GP says it takes a few, two, few tries then, and you're saying you deserve to be in heaven, but not now. Well, if I'm dead, why do I have to stay in between this, 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 you know, in between heaven and hell? Either I'm going to be accepted into heaven or I'm going to go to hell. But to have to sit there and then while I'm sitting there, am I watching everyone else either go to heaven or go to hell? But meanwhile, I'm in a room with a whole bunch of other people who, who are, un, are undecided. I mean, well, now, and, and, well, I mean, well, now we're applying, you know, the physical attributes again, but we're talking about our souls here. So right, there's a whole right, but, ethereal, metaphysical, ethereal type of a thing that goes with that. So we wouldn't be sitting anywhere. Um, our souls would be suspended maybe someplace. I don't know how the whole thing works, but um, if you don't believe in purgatory, then you have to challenge everything, don't you? Why, why accept one premise, but not the others? I mean, and this is what I'm saying. And okay, and, and Damien says the question I always have is what is, what is the standard to, to go in? I mean, purgatory, okay. I can see if if you go to, to purgatory, um, you you just passed away, your soul goes to, to purgatory and, you know, God may, again, whatever, whoever, whomever, whatever you think God is, is asking, well, you know, did you do this? And well, why did you make this decision for this? Whatever. And then there are some people who are like the Jeffrey Dahmers, who, in my opinion, are going directly to 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 hell they may go to to purgatory but the decision you guys like nope sorry you're not coming here and meanwhile lucifer is saying come, come come on jeffrey or come on come on whoever you know you're you're coming here you know but i can't see yourself sitting there i mean for me when i see purgatory i see it as just a place where you're there for a very short amount of time when you're when you just passed away you talk to god whatever the decision is made and that's it it's not like you have to do a couple of tries and whatever and like damien says what is the standard what is the standard for me to get into heaven welcome woody and welcome our rtm so crucible what what would be what would be the standard and then no. oh, hold on hold on before you answer uh, i just want to read these real quick uh, d says aren't you two talking about different religious beliefs and damon says but then the bible also says if you repent before you die you have a green card for heaven okay so crucible 
Well, that was kind of what I was referring to when, when um, Damon, D- Damon, I'm sorry, I mispronounced the name there, um, said that, you know, you repent when you die. But my point was, what if you haven't sufficiently repented? You know, what if God's not happy with your, contri- with your level of contrition? And he says, it's insufficient to meet my standard. I don't know what his standard is, but he's got a, a, um, a, a blueprint that, that ranks, here's what people do to get in on the first try, and here's what they, they, they don't do to get in on the first try. And so I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's one of those things. That it, it only happens if you've insufficiently repented. And I'm just speculating. I have no clue, obviously. But so I think. Okay, so then, so there's that possibility that someone could literally, from what you're saying, someone could sit in purgatory for years. Your, no. Or your soul could. No, I don't think years. I think it's a it's a brief period of time. I think it's I think we're talking about a benevolent God here. He's not punishing us. He's just reminding us that we could have done better to, you know, meet his standard the first time around and not that it's going to be one of those things, well, keep that in mind for the next time. No, there's not going to be a next time. But I I do think that it's his way of I'm not saying cutting the the wheat from the chaff or the other way around, but you you've got to you've got to delineate somehow you've got to have, you know, standards that if they're met, just like in life, you know, you, you would, you aspire to a certain thing and you achieve certain things and you get them because you did things the right way. If you didn't do things the right way, it doesn't mean you still won't make the finish line. It may take you longer. It may be a more circuitous route. You may stumble a few times along the way, but eventually you get up and you get there. So not everybody is created equal. Their life experiences are created equal and their levels of contrition aren't created equal. And I think God needs some system to sort that all out. Okay. Um, judgment, welcome. Um, um, Brina says, repent and actually change, though. Can't just keep doing the same thing over and over. I have a, a comment to make about that. And then Damien says, what if you die after confession? Religion is tricky. Um, uh, judgment says, bless to everyone. Um, D says, are you both talking about Catholicism or other religions don't have purgatory? Um, I'm talking about I'm not talking about Catholics because I do, even though I'm not Catholic, I do believe that there's a purgatory when you first die, but it's very, very short. It's very, very short lived. Um, so to what Brina says, repent and actually change, can't keep doing the same things over and over. Are you, Brina, are you talking about while you're, while you're alive, repent while you're a- alive um, and, 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 fly right before you die okay yes while while uh, alive okay so my next question and crucible is you're the only one that's, that's that has has the mic everyone else if you guys would uh, add it into the chat while we're talking about god making a decision on whether you're going to join him in heaven whoever you think god is is lucifer the devil whatever whoever you think that the devil is is he also at this table saying well wait he did this this and this and he murdered this person and he you know he took his he did this to his sister when he was when she was little she he he hit her doll or whatever i mean you know is is lucifer at this table where he's saying well okay you don't want him now but i'm gonna take him because he meets my standards for for him 
No, that decision's already been made. He's got his own jurisdiction and he gets what God doesn't want. So what happens in purgatory is very different from what happens in hell. What, what, and this is according to Christianity and the Bible. What happens in purgatory is a purification process, not a punishment process. The two are very different. So what, what pur purgatory is designed for is you've done a lot of good things in your life. You didn't quite meet the standard that I have for first time entry, but we can put you through a, you're, you're redeemable. You know, if, if Lucifer is at the table, we haven't made the determination that you're redeemable yet. The fact that you're in purgatory means you're redeemable and God is going to put you through a purification process, not a punishment process. And when that brief period is over, then you'll be allowed to enter heaven. So I don't think Lucifer He's, he's had his, he had his shot, I think. Once by the time God gets a hold of it, the decision's been made. Interesting. Y'all, we went from talking about superheroes to dead squirrels <laughs> to being buried <laughs> to purgatory and heaven and hell. <sighs> and Brita says, I love it. <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. I mean, you know, I, you know, you know, when I have these conversations um, with my friends or, you know, even, even here, here on Podbean, and I, when I re-listen, especially on Podbean, and I read, because I, like I say, I always listen to the playback of, of, of the shows and um, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting, you know, like Crystal said, you, you're listening to what people are saying, um, um, the things that, that people say, um, uh, I wish that in the play playback when you played it back that like YouTube, uh, Podbean gave you the chat because I think a lot of things you guys say in the chat are very very relevant and I try to I try to read read everybody, um, but uh, yeah guys I, I this has been and this has been an interesting show. This has been, this has been an, an interesting show. So I don't know. Crucible, do you want to add anything else? Well, wherever I end up going, I hope it's going to be um, to the right place to heaven. But I do, if I do go, when I go, I want to come back as a superhero. Is that allowed? <laughs> well, I said Wonder Woman, so, um, you know, hey. <laughs> I've always been a Batman fan, so I'll go with that. Batman is see now we're going back to superheroes again. Batman is boring. Batman Batman's boring. He always has has been. Never been a Batman fan. But he's got a sweet car. Um, I think there are some there are better cars that are that are better than 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 Batman. I don't know. I never no, never never Rena just said it in the chat. He had a lot of cool toys, lots of <laughs> and a killer and a killer cave with an automatic door. Oh, Try to killer that. cave with automatic door. Yeah, but he had to live underground. I mean, I want to be somewhere with light and bright and sunshine. Nah, mm mm, mm mm. That Batman. Mm mm. <sighs> so, um, guys, that's that's all I have today. Uh, let's see, not messing around with one of those bugs <laughs> underground. Exactly. Exactly. See, uh huh. Mm -hmm. Batman is like being buried alive in his bat cave. <laughs> so, guys, 
so guys, um, I am going to, if you guys were here at the beginning, on my intro music that I play, I'm going to let it play um, the entire, I'm going to let the entire song play at the very beginning. And I'm going to start taking you guys out with, um, with different music. So um, I know D asked for the Isley Brothers, but dude, I can only get uh, I can only get stuff that is um, not copyright protected, or else I'm not able to publish. And they'll take my my stuff off. So and I don't want to do that. So, but I am going to see what I can do. I'm going to see what I can do. But okay, so Crucible, any last words of wisdom, or that was your last word of wisdom? You're Batman in the cave. The car. Yeah, I think it was a good. I mean, <laughs> I, sometimes the better the the good topics, you know, come a, come about completely in a in a serendipitous sort of a way. They're unintended, but they turn out to be good conversations. So I think this was a good conversation. Well, like I said, when I publish, I am going to um, change the title some somewhat. But um, and I bring it. I know you loved it, and I love that you love it. And everyone, thank you for liking the show. And Blunt Ninja found it interesting. So everyone, thank you. So on that note, guys, um, today is Thursday, which is my Friday. <laughs> I'll see you guys on Monday. I know y'all are sick of me saying that, but I say it. Um, so wherever you are in the world, have a good weekend. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I hope to see you on Monday. Let me make sure I get this song right. Okay, here we go. This is called Come With Me. Um... Hope you guys like it. And if you guys don't like the music, guys, y'all y'all tell me too.
Okay, everyone. And that's it. I um, hope to see you on uh, next Monday. Bye.